0: And welcome to another Bible study here at One Love Live at Love Walk. And I am your host, Leela Winston. I pray that you are well and I pray that God is blessing in your life. As you know, we come together to read in the Word of God and study it so that we can practically apply it to our lives and also so that we can discover the purpose of our lives and to enact that in the earth. And so guys, we are finishing up and finalizing our series on the gifts of the Spirit. And we are going to end this Bible study or this series on talents with the gift of faith. I think this is actually a really good gift to end on. Um, And I know that there are some people who say that there are other gifts like the gift of uh, singleness or something like that or celibacy. I'm not so sure those are gifts so much as sort of like, you know, the gift of eternal life or something like that. That's what he means. I don't think those are gifts of the Spirit. But um, we're going to look at the gifts that Paul has outlined, and we're looking at the final one, which is the gift of faith. And so I want you to grab your Bible. Um, I think that this is a great um, study because You know, faith is one of those things that we all feel like we have to have. It's one of those things that, um, you know, I don't know, that everyone feels that they have, right? We all feel like we have a measure of faith. And so what we're going to do is read our anchor text. Our anchor text today is going to be 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4 to 6, okay? And I want to point this out because of the fact that everyone feels that they have a measure of faith, and it's true, everyone does, but I want to point this out in our anchor text. So it's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4 and 6. It says, now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are differences of administration but the same Lord and there are diversities of operations but it is the same God which works all in all that's 1st Corinthians chapter 12 verse 4 and 6 and I think that's very important because um, the thing about the gift of faith is that it's probably one of the most invisible gifts in the body of Christ for the fact that everyone feels they have a measure of faith and so it's kind of invisible right? Because most of us think we already have it. And so that might confuse someone who has a gift of faith, or we may not see that that person has a gift of faith because of it. The great conversation on faith in the body of Christ inadvertently obscures this real and very dynamic gift. We do talk about faith. It's very critical and uh, important to our walk as believers. But I think sometimes this conversation sort of um, like it obscures or it makes it hard for us to see the man or the individual who actually has a gift of faith, not just faith. They have a gift, a special spiritual gift of faith. And so everyone assumes that every believer must have faith and they must increase their faith and put their faith in God and this is true. However, the gift of faith distinguishes itself from the regular faith of most believers because it provides a level of consistency and a proliferation of faith that enables many works. I think this is really key because you know I believe sometimes there are people I'm like I think that person has the gift of faith because they're doing a lot of stuff and you know I think and and we'll go on we'll look at some other scriptures because I want you to be able to see this and I think sometimes because we do not disaggregate um, this gifting in the body of Christ that it becomes an issue and someone who has A gift of, say, miracles will be telling people how much they need to grow their faith to get consistent results like they do, when in actuality, it's like, no, you actually have the gift of miracles, my friend. (laughs) Um, And many of us listening may feel inadequate, you know, or if maybe we feel like we're doing something wrong because we don't get the results of someone who's actually gifted in a particular area, like miracles or even evangelism. I mean, I think it's really important and key to know your gifts and to even know that these gifts exist, so you're not thinking, yeah, you know what, I have talked to like 50 people and not one of them (laughs) has received Christ, and look, there is this person over there and they talk to like five people and each and every one, you know, received Christ. Like, you know, if you're comparing yourself, You know, you might think, oh, well, I just need to increase my faith or there's something I need to do. But actually what you're looking at is someone who has a gift in that area. And I think practical conversations really do need to be had about spiritual gifts and what they enable a believer to do that other believers just won't be able to do on a consistent basis as the one with the gift can. And I will say that early on I learned that what seemed know impossible me was sometimes a breeze for someone with a particular gifting so it's important to understand that or you might think you're doing something wrong and if I didn't have that gift no matter how hard I tried I would not be able to achieve results at the same level as the gifted person so this is where being a body is so vital we are to support each other with these gifts and we're not to feel envy for those who do and there are some people who are always believing God for something and they typically get it right now if I was immature I might think why doesn't God answer my prayers like that or I could realize that this person has a gift of faith and go seek their help to believe God on my behalf so I think knowing that there is a gift out there like that is really important and helping us to understand what that gift means operates, and that, you know what, this, it's just that person, they just have a gifting, it's not that you're doing anything wrong. And so faith people are usually very optimistic, um, but they're also practical, they tend to have an effortless connection with God in some ways, that is not to say that they don't have personal sins, or struggles, or even vices, but it is to say that they generally understand God in a way that enables their faith. They tend to trust God for amazing things and have an insight into God's nature about wanting to provide that. And so the Bible says that without faith it's impossible to please God in Hebrews chapter 11 and 6. And this is true. And These people are generally good at pleasing, not just God sometimes, but God in particular. The spiritual gift gives them this inclination and they tend to be involved in some pretty big deal kind of activities tend to wow people and so if you're a believer and you're looking at another believer who has this gift it may seem that they're living a super extraordinary life but that's a gift right you know sometimes these people do seem to live a charmed life and they do so to some degree because they have great faith the bible says that you have not because you ask not in james chapter 4 verse 2 and so well these people tend to ask a lot and because of their faith they get a lot, too. Let's look at James 4 too. It says, you lust and have not. You kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you have not because you ask not. Perhaps that is the major component about faith people who have this gift is that they tend to take God at his word and they ask God for things. This isn't to say that the average believer is not asking. I'm not saying that. It's just that these people have the faith to back it up. And let's face it, faith can be a struggle at times to believe that God can or will do certain things. And it's how many people deny certain aspects of the faith because they don't see it, when the Bible has never been about what we see, but what we believe. And what is written in his word That is what it's about. And even if you're not someone with this gift, it's worth asking yourself, do I believe that God can do this, or will do this, or wants to do this, and especially for me? These are important questions because this is often where doubt lies that hinder our ability to receive from God your trust in Him. It's not always about the things that we're asking Him for. Sometimes it's about, do we trust enough in Him? In his goodness in his regard for us this is where I believe people with certain gifts can have uh, can help other believers to grow in certain areas so if someone has a particular gift they can help you grow in an area I think maybe someone who has a gift of faith could help you strengthen your faith exponentially see the way that we share our gifts are not only um, in how we perform them, but how we understand them in our particular administration and the function, and how we share that with other people in words and messages. You should not be quick to discount the insight a man with the gift of even apostleship can bring to a man who has the gift of interpretation of languages, or the interpre- or as we call it, you know, interpretation of tongues. Everyone has a specific understanding or they begin to grow a specific understanding of their gift and that can help us and like all gifts of the spirit we must learn how our particular gift works and with our particular purpose so you may have the gift of faith which operates differently from your best friend who possesses the exact same gift so we have to be mindful to learn the particulars of our gift it's why this series acts as a gentle guide and not a rule book, because the gift may work in various ways in different people. Let's look at what 1 Corinthians 12, 4, and 6 says one more time. And there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which works all in all. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4 and 6. So if you're a faith person, you're a person with the gift of faith, you want to learn all you can about faith in the Bible, in addition to how your gift operates specifically in you. You know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, as it says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17 and 18, and it says, and I'll just point out Romans 17, 10, 17, it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So be sure you read your Bible and study it well, particularly the book of Hebrews as well as the book of James. Meditation can greatly help people who have the gift of faith because belief is hidden in the mind and in the heart, and it is getting our soul to agree with our spirit which agrees with the Holy Spirit. Faith people can be greatly boosted by listening to Bible teachers who teach the pure Word of God because as you begin to understand how God works in His economy, you will start to see new areas where you can believe and trust Him. And then a final point. If you're a faith person, and I hate to say this, I really do, but you might experience just a little envy from others sometimes even other immature believers. People will see your leaps and bounds in faith and not understand why you don't have not understand why they don't have similar results. See you have a spiritual gift so an extra supernatural capacity is added to your faith. Not everyone will understand this and you may offer insight for those who wish to grow but that's truly about all you can do for people actually want to grow and pray for those who feel a sense of inadequacy about your gift and then just keep moving forward. You even may seem more courageous than other believers simply because you have the faith to execute or move forward on something that others struggle to believe enough to even begin. See, faith people are doers, so just be mindful of that. People with this gift of faith have a great capacity in the kingdom of heaven, and they accomplish many great feats, and even receive healing because of such great faith. Jesus often marveled at the faith of some who came to ask him for help. Well, you have that kind of faith if you have this gift, that kind of faith that makes Jesus Christ marvel. And like all gifts or talents, the master wants you to make more of it. So, just like the Kingdom of Heaven expands, He wants you to multiply your faith. And what does that mean? It means you're going to have to believe Him for greater and greater things. Now we know, and I want to point this out, faith without works is dead according to James chapter 2 and 14, so this means if you are a person that has the gift of faith, and generally people who have it, these people tend to be doers. So as the gift multiplies, you will have more to do and more responsibility, so just keep that in mind. And while this is a big gift, it's also one that humbles you. Don't let people talk you out of acting and moving forward on your faith. People who don't have the faith to believe simply don't have it. They may in time get it, or they may even never get it, but that is of no consequence for you. Don't let people tell you what you can and cannot do or what can and cannot be done. What has never been done or that they just don't see it for you or they just don't see it ever happening is not important. Faith people have faith that ordinary folks just don't have or even struggle to maintain. So as a person with this gift, beware of the naysayers, both well-intended and malicious. You see, with faith, sometimes you have to put other people out of the room as Jesus did when he was healing the little girl. He put them out because of their unbelief, nor their hysteria, nor their emotion. If you have this gift, I want to make a little warning here. and I want to tell you beware of your own emotions and the emotions of others. This is often how this gift is quenched. Feelings can be helpful guides in some instances. But in others, they are mad jokers barreling down the wrong side of the road in a semi-truck. So you really can't put all of your eggs in your feelings, right? In the basket of your feelings. Your feelings must be handled. Remember, it's always faith over feelings and not the other way around. As a faith person, you need to be sensitive to the spirit because faith draws out of the unseen realm. Remember that? It says in Hebrews chapter 11 and one, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith people and people with the gift of faith, they have a lot of substance because of their large faith of things that they hope for. God has a work for you to do in the kingdom and it is the creative sort. That must pull from the unseen to achieve i want you to note here this as well hebrews goes on to say in verse 11 and in chapter 11 and verse 3 through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god so the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear so you have a lot of mining to do in the unseen as a believer and as a person that has the gift of faith so take courage and go forward i pray that you're well i pray that god blesses you that he continues to help you to grow in this gift and i want to thank you so much for tuning in and be a part of our upcoming christian retreats they're going to have themes so maybe we'll have one that's a theme for all apostles. We will be calling all apostles to this retreat so that they can come together and learn from each other. Or people with the gift of faith. Or maybe we'll have just a retreat just on the gifts of the Spirit and grow from that. So this is all about you and I growing in the Lord. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I pray that you are blessed. I, you are continually in my prayers and I want to ask you to keep me continually in yours. Thank you so much. God bless you. Bye.